everybody. Do you like how I did that? I mean, I got really wrapped up to a new episode of History Creeps. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Townsend. And with me, as always, is the scary, the creepy, the Chris Chavez. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, Chris? And with us also is the the pinsman of Creepsville. (laughs) That, of course, is Carter Johnson. I don't think I can top Chris's because he's he's hearkening back to a scary movie like what's up? <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, fellas? It's another week, another episode of History Creeps. Another episode. Let's get into the chitty chat. Chitty chat. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do the chitty chat. Yeah. We should just call this section the chitty chat section. <laughs> chitty chat. That's- yeah, it's very adult sounding. And like market in the episode, you know, like if you don't really want to listen to us talk about bullshit, skip yeah. past this. Ch- yeah, this is the chitty chat section. You can skip it if you wish. <laughs> for the creep, for the creepy side of it, maybe we call it like the chattering teeth section. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That would make more sense than just calling it chitty chat. So we'll so from now on, we we'll just be like, all right, let's get into the chitty chatter, and then all of a sudden you hear all those clacking little teeth. Yeah, that's our little transition sound for that. I'm trying to do that on the microphone. I don't know if it's picking up with my actual teeth here. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, clack, clack, clack. Oh, son of a. <laughs> so how's it going, guys? You guys survived a real scary thing this, this week. Uh, scary for a lot of parts of the country. A lot of parts of this country got hit hard by Hurricane Irma down in Florida. Uh, so if you're living out there and you're listening to this show, we're thinking about you. Uh, I have a lot of family down there, so I know that um, it was intense. It was scary, and for a lot of people, there's a lot of, you know, damaged homes, and some some people don't have homes to go to. Uh, but you guys had to deal with a lot of the aftermath, also. So uh, this is, is since we really don't have current creeps this week. This is almost like a a current creep thing was the fact that Irma came through, and you guys had to deal with some hard storms coming your way. Yeah, we were. Uh... We were kind of worried about our neighbor's trees coming down on the house, uh, my to sister, be honest. but Yeah, my sister had a tree on her roof. It went down on her roof. Luckily, it didn't come smashing down. It kind of came down sl- very slowly and kind of rested on her roof. You know what I mean? That's what you want if that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's when you're just like, that tree, thank you for your roots. Holding yeah. on. <laughs> Holding on. <laughs> had a good in the community. Yeah. yeah, you had a good foundation there. Yeah. Like, great parents my par- <laughs> my uh my brothers had some fence damage to their places uh, yeah he told me when i saw him in person yeah oh geez here we go here we go you just want to rub that in dude you want to rub it in my brother so chris, came out and hung chris out. is not lying he literally has family in florida and apparently his brother who i've talked to and, and kind of know mo- uh, well didn't move him and his fiance she has friends in vale north carolina and i know most of you don't know that place but vale north carolina is literally where uh, my best pal Trevor from uh, that I do a show, a little show called uh, Retro Blist. It's on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. And he grew up there, so I was at his house all the time. His parent, well, now his parents' house, they still live there. So I know Vail very, very well. I pretty much grew up there too. And he said he was in Vail because they came up because of the hurricane. And I was like, yeah, we have to hang out. So that's who I hung out <laughs> with uh, yesterday during the. Irma weather that we had. <laughs> so you and my brother were hanging out, and I was at work. Yep, working away. Yep. Hey, Do- you were invited, but you had to be all you know, living in New York, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. I, I know he was pretty stoked to to finally meet you in person, and 
hang out and check out the Shire. Yeah, he told me so many stories about you. Oh god. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you about how a lot of those aren't even true. <laughs> but well that's that's for another show. That's for another show. And I'm gonna embellish them too when I tell other people. <laughs> well you should. I'm gonna add to him. As you should. <laughs> did he tell you did, did he tell you about how I used to like body slam them from the top bunk of a of a of the, the bunk beds onto the, 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 the ground? No, I didn't hear that. I just heard all about your production company and your uh, uh oh he also made a point to tell me that he's the shortest of the Chavezes. <laughs> uh, Tra- Trevor and I are both are both at least six foot tall. Shut up. And- and we're not, and we're, uh, we're not small. We've <laughs> ate our share of cheeseburgers each. <laughs> and your brother, your brother, and I told your brother to make him feel better. I was like, we have friends who are shorter than you, so don't feel bad about it. Oh my God. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> uh, and I thought in that picture, he was just kneeling so that you guys could get a good shot. No, I honestly had to crouch <laughs> down a little bit. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. That really yeah. is. Um, <laughs> All right, so now that the listeners are bored to death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you made it through this, congratulations, you're a real listener. Yeah, right. Um, no. If you didn't skip this part. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, contribute to our Patreon that we don't have. It's ghost. It's ghostly. <laughs> you got to try to find it. <laughs> we have a haunted Patreon. <laughs> and it's secret, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have a secret Patreon account. If you're interested, you have to send us. You have to listen for hidden messages in the podcast and then write them in the comments underneath the, yep. the episode on our Facebook page, History Creeps. And, you gotta uh, play, you gotta play our whole show backwards. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, the, it's the first letter of every sentence that Johnny says. <laughs> yeah. Starting now. <laughs> oh man, I'm not, okay. Oops. No, uh, starting now. How is the cat doing, Chris? I don't know what that means. I don't know. Either. <laughs> I didn't plan it out. Oh, that's great. Plan it out. Uh, you want to tell them what the uh, the episode today is going to be about? Nope. See you guys later. Alrighty. <laughs> bye bye. Uh, well, I figured since this is my turn, this is my show today. Uh, sorry for those who are not Johnny fans, and if you're not a Johnny fan, then uh, you're a jerk, I guess. I don't know. Uh, you know, Chris does something about urban legends. He'll bring up different episodes, like. How many Urban Legends episodes have we had? At least two. Yeah, we've had two episodes so far. All right. So the thing that I really love and I've always been fascinated by are sea monsters. This, which which is really strange because I really hate being in the ocean. I don't like it. I don't like super <laughs> deep water. I can't. <laughs> I I just don't like it. You're not alone. But there. I, lo- but I alone. love sea monsters. Yeah, I I can't stand it either. I I'm not a strong swimmer as it is. But if you put me out where I can't touch the bottom of the ocean. Forget it. I'm done. Yeah, I forget. You can't even see the bottom. You can't even see the bottom. Like that's. I would be. I would be less scared. In like, the tropics or something, you know, that nice clear blue water. You want to be able to see the monster coming at you. Yeah, because well, at least then I know which direction to run in or start swimming in. You know, (laughs) running on top of that water—that's for sure, like a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, for the longest time, I didn't even watch Jaws because I knew it was about some man-eating shark. And then I, uh, it took me forever to watch it. When I finally watched it, I was just mad at myself for missing a classic movie because it's oh, very good, obviously. Very good. 
just just do what I do when you watch Jaws. Keep telling yourself that somewhere on that boat is Steven Spielberg swearing at that shark. God damn it. This this Bruce shark, it's not working again. I got to hide it again. I'm getting tired of this, man. Yeah, he named it after his lawyer, I heard. That was the rumor. <laughs> he did. Yeah. So. Classic. Okay. I'm sure that's not the kind of sea monsters you're talking about, though. No, I'm talking about, you know. And I uh, mean the lawyer. All, yeah, there's all kinds of really famous ones. And even, I think I've mentioned it more than once on this show. Uh, some of them are being discovered to this day to be real, a.k.a. the giant squid was a kind of a recent discovery that it was a real creature. And, uh, you know, these these giants of the sea have been recorded since we started keeping the history of our of, hum- of humanity. And I wanted to start doing some little things about that. So this is Sea Monsters Part 1. I'm going to open with this. Below the thunders of the upper deep, far, far beneath in the abysmal sea, his ancient, dreamless, uninvaded sleep, the Kraken sleepeth, faintest sunlights flee. About his shadowy sides, above him swell, Huge sponges of millennial growth and height, and far away into the sickly light, from many a wondrous rotten secret cell, a numbered and numerous polypi window with giant arms, the slumbering green, there hath he lain for ages and will lie battening upon huge sea worms in his sleep until the latter fire shall heat the deep then once by man and angels to be seen in roaring he shall rise and on the surface die That was The Kraken by Alfred Lord Tennyson. Nice. Golf clap. So what I've decided to, like I said before, is I'm just going to go through and just pick from our history. And if our listeners want to start sending me some of these, that'd be great, too. Just uh, just really awesome uh, just sightings of sea monsters that were recorded down in our history. So uh, there have been tales of monstrous creatures of the deep for ages, for a long time. And I think you guys have probably seen it. You know, when they back when they used to make maps a long time ago, they even put little sea creatures on the maps in the oceans. Oh yeah, yep. That's because they thought these things were there. I mean, everything from uh, giant dragon-looking things in the water to to whatever. And the first the first sighting I'm going to go to is uh, a sighting by Sir Humphrey Gilbert. Uh, this guy is probably more well known to, for being Sir Walter Raleigh's half brother. And he also was an explorer. And from what I've read, he's he wasn't the most uh, liked person. So this is a long time ago. Sir Walter Raleigh is really famous in North Carolina because that's who our state capital is named after. Uh, he would, uh, but Sir Humphrey Gilbert, his half brother, would be known for discovering and claiming Newfoundland in America in 1583. Hmm. But on his return back his ship sighted something in the seas. And he claimed, and I quote, it 
looked like a lion with glaring eyes. But what's even creepier with this is that soon after he had this sighting, a huge storm would come about and it would sink his ship and he went down with it. And that was the last of Sir Humphrey Gilbert. So one of the, one of the, uh, really famous, uh, conspiracy theories, I guess is the best way to put it, is that this creature would come back and take him and his ship down. He was, but he, course, there were survivors, obviously. That's how this story got out though, right? There had to have been. I, from what I, you know, back when this was happening, when these explorers would go out, they wouldn't just be one ship going out. It'd be multiple ships. So, like, they'd have a fleet, I guess is the best way to put it. And from what I remember when I was re- when I was reading this, his ship went down and a bunch of the other ships in the fleet went down, but not all of them went down during this storm. Hmm. So, I'm so assuming- there would have been people that actually saw it, like, go down. Or saw yeah. the sh- the other, all the ships go down. Yeah, but you also got to remember this is happening during a huge storm. So, even, let's just uh, play devil's advocate and say there was a, this giant creature came back to get whatever revenge <laughs> i guess for being seen the first time i don't know uh you wouldn't even, you know if your ship's being battered by this huge storm you're kind of more worried about that than seeing what's happened to the other ships mm-hmm. so i thought that was really really strange and you know you know how um when people go fishing there's that that thing about when someone tells you about the the, the big fish the big one they caught it's always it's always known that it's exaggerated fishermen tell tales it's yeah. Do you think back in those days it was kind of the same thing, but with the sea monsters? Like they're at the bar oh, yeah. and so and so's like, I swear the thing was easily eight foot long, and they're like, Oh, there he goes again. He yes. had he <laughs> saw the biggest sea monster this week. <laughs> yeah, but Jim Bob over there saw an even bigger one. <laughs> I'd love to be in was... one of those taverns during that conversation. I mean, it happens here. Like, uh, there's a really famous. Uh, we got a we got a dam. Sorry to cuss. We got a dam near here, <laughs> and it's there's for whatever reason there's been a tale for the longest time that there's a humongous bass fish down there. Uh-huh. It's like the size of like three men or something like that. <laughs> I want to tell you, I've seen where they say it's at. There's no way something that big's there and not been found. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not big enough for that. But you know that tale's always there. Yep, exactly. Interesting. So this is interesting. This is one. What year was this? The sighting. This was around 1583. Oh, 1580s. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Back in the time of our Lord, the 1580s. <laughs> there you go. It was a good, <laughs> it was a good year. <laughs> it was. You remember that year? That's when we only lived to like, you know, 22 at the oldest. <laughs> um, now we're going to go to 16, the 1600s. Well, actually the 1700s. Sorry. Uh, this man, I'm going to mispronounce this and I'm sorry when I do this, but it's Hans uh, Polson. I guess he was Norwegian, so I know I'm mispronouncing that, and I'm sorry to the people who are from Norwegia who are listening to this. Uh, he was actually known to be a Lutheran missionary who launched uh, missionary efforts to Greenland. That's what he was most known for. But he was also known for giving one of the, uh, I'm, I'm going to call it greatest descriptions of seeing a sea creature ever. Uh, in July of 1734, so that's, we're going to the 1700s now, uh, he and his crew spotted something near the western coast of Greenland, and he observed, and this is this is his actual account, so this is a quote, A most terrible creature, resembling nothing they saw before. The monster lifted its head so high 
that has seemed to be higher than the crow's nest on the main mast here on the ship. The head was small and the body short and wrinkled like me on the shower. The unknown <laughs> creature was using giant fins which propelled it through the water. And later, the sailors saw its tail as well. The monster was longer than our whole ship. Praise Jesus. It really added, said that? No, I added that last oh. part. No, I was going to say, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I substitute a missionary. That's, that was part of it. <laughs> that, he, that this devil fish didn't kill them all. <laughs> so praise Jesus. Hey, that is pretty badass, though, as far yeah. as the description. It sounds like yeah. a uh, plesiosaur. That's what a lot of people say because the, the, when he describes the head and the body being kind of wrinkly in a way, mm-hmm. and the fins and stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah, and the fins. That's the thing. A lot of your, a lot of the scientists now will go back and look at these and they'll try to figure out uh, if they saw something what it might have been. You know, because back then, especially, I mean, even today, we've actually only discovered what like a small percentage of what's actually in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the world's 70% water, and we've barely discovered any of the water. Uh, so, you know, they'll go back and say, well, this uh, person probably saw a, a, a giant squid, or this person probably saw, uh, like, one of the things I found. <laughs> this is a little side note. Uh, have you guys heard of this creature called the sea monk, M-O-N-K? Sounds no. familiar. All right, well, you need to Google this up. Go- yeah, Google this up. That's a saying people say. Uh, Google this up, the sea monk, and see the pictures of it. It's a really kind of famous in Zealand. It's an eastern. <laughs> it was seen off the eastern coast of Zealand in this 1556. This is for real. This is not for real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. If you if you haven't looked this creature up, everybody, the reason it's called the sea monk is because. It's a fish that kind of looks like a monk. <laughs> <laughs> I just see a whole bunch of drawings. Of Holy what it's crap! To be. <laughs> this is for real. Are you serious? No this way! Is... Come on, man. This has got to be bull. This has got to be bull. Come on. It. 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 Nah. Come on. <laughs> You're yanking my chain. It's there. That's what people claim they would see. They actually, they actually came out later and said uh, a lot of scientists think it was. Uh, I forgot what kind of fish it was, but there's a there's a fish that sort of, kind of resembles that, but not really. But it's sort of close to that. Hmm. That's insane. Yeah, we just we just go out and we just see priests, you know, hanging out in the water. <laughs> like it's cool. Like, well, missionaries yeah. are everywhere. So this guy exactly. saw this. So this guy saw this. Uh, no, this was another famous. Uh, this is a little sighting that I put to the side just because I, I wanted you guys to see this picture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this nice. was in New Zealand uh, around 1546 is when this thing was seen. Nice. But I think a, a number of people. Noise. But yeah. <laughs> I encourage That's anybody. Crazy. I encourage anybody to look up the drawings of this creature. It's it's beyond fascinating to look at. <laughs> it looks beyond made up. Uh <clears throat> But right now we're going to go to a more, I guess, uh, more towards our times. And we're going to go to the 1950s, guys. Nice. Uh, it's the 
there's this island near Scotland that's actually known for its sheep of all things, but apparently they have a lot of sheep there. It's called the I'm going to mispronounce this, and I'm sorry. Uh, the Soe Island is the name of the island. It's really close to Scotland, and I'm going to talk about the Soe Island Sea Monster of 1959. Now, this one is this one was hard for me to research just because there's so many. Most of the things that talk about it are people's blogs of all things, and <laughs> I don't want to just get all my information from blogs because. Even I mean anybody could have a blog. Even I had one at some point. So wait, you so you obviously need no knowledge of things to have one. Wait, is that what we're not we're not getting info from there? Damn. Every show I ever presented, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found it on multiple sources, but uh, there was a fisherman there named Tex. His first name was Tex, which sounds very Scottish. <laughs> uh, Tex Geddes and James Gavin, who was I guess his fishing partner who was uh, having to also be an engineer now tex i like to call him tex we're on a first name basis uh, yeah. he was a uh, shark fisherman he wasn't just a fisherman he would actually go out and try to ca- uh, capture sh- uh, sharks of all things like basking sharks i think in particular and i don't i couldn't find out why james just happened to be with him on this one but uh, like a lot of your accounts when you read this I actually think they were the the there's just one person but people just got the names confused but no it's been documented there was actually two actual people. But apparently they were in the they were in his boat, Texas boat, and they were out there, you know, doing what they usually do, looking for these basking sharks. When all of a sudden they kind of see something out in the distance, right? And they can't really make out what it is. I mean, it's really far out there. So they kind of ignore it. I mean, it could have been anything. But then they start hearing it. They hear this <sighs> Darth Vader. And yep. But then, I mean, they hear hard breathing, and they couldn't figure out where it was coming from. So they look all around their ship. I mean, just imagine this, guys. You're out. Just Obviously, this is not a large boat. There's only two people on it. You're in this boat, and all of a sudden, you just hear this breathing out in the middle of the water. I mean, what would be you guys' first uh, inclination of what to do? What would you do? Run. On a yeah, boat I'm, on the water. I, I would okay. Turn the boat around and drive really quickly back to shore. Yeah, <laughs> that's not something I want to hear when I'm out just fishing and I hear some heavy breathing. But then they turn <laughs> around and they actually see a large humpback, scaly creature. This is actually from their own uh, description of the thing. They saw a large humpback, scaly creature, and it had a rounded tortoise-like head. And it had a large red gash of a mouth. That's how they described the mouth, which I found that interesting. A large red, a large red gash of a mouth. How would you, how would you like to have your mouth described as a large gash? <laughs> hey, Chris, would you just shut that uh, large red gash of yours? <laughs> if you don't shut that large red point. gash, I swear to God, I'm going to shut yeah. it for you. <laughs> and it also had a, a, a prominently serrated back. No, but here's where it gets. This is the part that really stood out to me, though. Chris, you remember you said earlier where, uh, especially for whatever reason, when it comes to uh, fishermen, when they're telling tales of the fish they caught, yeah. that that they always exaggerate it. Like, yeah. you know, I caught this bass; it was about forty five hundred pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there were two men on this boat, right? So they gave you two different descriptions of how long this animal was. So according to them, it was anywhere from six to eight feet according to james or eight to ten feet according to tex 
which Tex was a fisherman, so I'm going to assume if this was a real creature that James was probably more on the money. (laughs) (laughs) And to give you an idea of how big they said this thing was, just the head of it uh, was the size of a donkey. What? The entire body of a donkey or a donkey's head? It just said the head was the size of a donkey. So I'm assuming the actual donkey, the whole donkey, was the size of this thing's head. That's humongous. Yeah. Have you guys seen a donkey? Those things are. Yeah. I mean, I've been called a jackass. Small. Yeah. <laughs> I knew what I knew. One of the three of us was going to make a jackass joke <laughs> as soon as you said donkey. Yeah. So that's that's just wild to me. Uh, but that's the one thing I was going to ask you guys. So I presented here three different tales. Uh, two of them are especially uh, I find them even more interesting because they're for so long ago. Uh, you know, it's been I don't want to break any uh, people's hopes and dreams, but like the really famous picture of of what they call it, the one in Loch Ness, the really famous picture, they call it something. Nessie. Oh, Nessie? No, no, not the creature. What they call oh. that picture of. Oh, the, the famous... doctor's photo? Yeah, it's something like that. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like somebody came out later and said it was fake, blah, 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 so nobody really knows if it's real or not. Yeah. So that's the thing with sea creatures. I think we had a current creeps once where remember that that weird creature that snake's giant sized slithering thing that was caught through a canal recently? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that still coming it still happens today. Um now to me if you want to when I think about these sea creatures and the people reporting them you got to think about the times as well. You got to think about the conditions. So uh let's take the first one for example. This was in the 1500s, right? And you said this was Sir yes. Walter Raleigh's brother-in-law, half-brother, his, something like that. His half-brother. So his half-brother. So what was he doing out in the ocean? What was he doing to or what did he see it from land? No, no, he was in the ocean. They were coming back from even though they were like establishing colonies and stuff uh-huh. in the new world. He wasn't staying there, so he and his fleet were going back to England. Yeah, so think about that, man. Like, think about just the the conditions that they lived in, the conditions, what it was like to do that. It was grueling. It wasn't like you were on a cruise today. Those kinds of trips across the ocean on those boats and those ships were grueling, and, and a lot of men died. A lot of people got sick. Uh, yeah, I was going to say they're literally life and death. Yeah, food was spoiled. Drinks were spoiled. So if you ate something that caused you to see weird little things maybe, and especially with the way the water undulates, you know, the, the, the shapes of the waves, you're getting sick. Uh, I can see where a lot of people, maybe in those times, um, you know, what they thought they saw and they come back and experience it. Maybe they were in some sort of, you know, delusional fever dream uh, that they just weren't aware that in that moment that, you know, as far as they're concerned, it was a recollection of, of, of a moment of clarity. But who knows what the, the con- conditions were for that time? Now, the one in the 1950s, what was the... What did they say? They said, what was it? What was the deal with that one again? The um, the third story you just said that where they were in the fifties. That was in Nor no Norway. Yeah, no, it was near Scotland. It's oh, island Scotland, off the Scotland. coast of Scotland. Yeah. So they see this. These ones are a little bit different now. Like, what was the conditions there? They saw it from land. No, they were in a boat too. Oh, all these were from in boats. Oh, well, there you go. Um, I don't know. See, the more you come to current day, the more it's harder to explain those things away. Aside from hoaxes, people wanting some sort of notoriety. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to say, you raised up a good point, especially about the older ones. The newer sighting is a little different because it's not like he was. They were going out on the boat for months and months and months. Right. They were just going out to go fishing. All right. But the first 
tale and a second tale I was telling you, those were literally life and death voyages uh, yeah. on the ships. You could die at any time from anything. I mean, you could have a storm come up and take everything out, which literally happened in that first one. Yeah. So you're afraid for your life the whole time. I once worked a third shift job at Walmart and had, was hallucinating just from that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I can see what you're saying. I totally agree with you. I mean, you're, it's a stressful situation. You know, every time it seems like back then, if you just got a splinter, you, you could die. So you're in a situation where there could be a storm. I mean, they also obviously really, really were hardcore believing into these giant creatures were out there that could just take down a ship at any moment. But yeah. I mean, do you even sl- I don't think I could sleep on a boat, and to be was, honest with you. That was the other thing, too, is no. that the world wasn't as no Like, we barely know as much about the ocean as it is now. So, but back then, there was a lot of the world itself that was unknown. So, I mean, think about, I mean, you're talking about only a few decades away from time, the time where, you know, humans looked to the sky. And when it was a lightning storm, they thought the gods were angry and having a war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is ridiculous because now we know it's just it's God bowling upstairs. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's what do you what are you thinking, Carter? Let's go with this first one first. Let's break these down. Well, what I was going to say about the first one is, you know, what uh, what you and Chris were both saying about how fishermen have a tendency to exaggerate. In my experience, a lot of times fishermen will catch a fish and they'll just exaggerate. this. So what I'm saying is maybe these guys did see something. And they just exaggerated what it was, you know, like maybe it was just a whale or something. And it was like, oh, no, I didn't see a whale. I saw this big, giant sea monster looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, also what you were saying, uh, Johnny, about, you know, food be- and, and Chris food being spoiled and all that. Don't forget alcohol, too. Exactly. That's yeah. That's they my could thought. have been they could have been dead drunk, you know, when <laughs> yes. this yeah. when this happened, too. Yeah. Um, I would, assume you'd, I would our, assume you'd have to be to do those voyages. You'd have I'm, to be. I'm going gonna, gonna to throw this in just for our listeners. I spent a summer actually shoveling shit, and Johnny's third shift Walmart job sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> you think I'm making that up, but like the, the owls were like warping in front of my face, and uh, the, the floor was like coming up at me. <laughs> that was from the liquid lunch. <laughs> <laughs> sad that that's a true story and i was a stalker <laughs> so i was trying to stock shelves and the shelves were changing in front of me <laughs> they're talking to you you don't want us to put yeah. that here johnny <laughs> yeah and for the record i've never done drugs in my life so there's that just to throw it out there and i definitely wasn't drinking because i was on the job <laughs> oh, even at great. walmart man i think you kind of have to drink just to keep that job yeah yeah and i that's all <laughs> and i was stuck in the cereal shelves and tony the tiger was like it's all right <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um so anyway yeah back to our, our our little thing here i would say the first two uh because of those that time era i would have to go with some sort of seasickness spoiled food uh drunk that that kind of thing i don't know why it's misidentification so hard. And I, don't, I mean i don't know why it's so hard for me to say oh yeah it could have been this because i believe that there really could be creatures that we haven't you know discovered yet especially these massive monsters like you said johnny we uh we just came across the giant squid a few years ago again, um, so it's 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 not out of the realm of possibility, or and not even for as hard for me to believe as some other things. 
However, I just find it, I, I don't know why. I find it's hard for me to believe a lot of what was written way back in those days because we're so far removed from it. And I feel like nowadays, because of there's so much digital technology, uh, everything is almost documented, you know, every second of our existence now um, in some part of this world. You know, there there is documentation that Earth existed, at least for however, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so yeah. much of it um, that you can you can look back to something and say, see, it, it did happen or we know this because this is for sure. It's concrete. We have footage or we have audio recording. Some of the stuff from before, it's, it's not that I say it doesn't exist or it's not true. It's just it's harder to believe um, or really work into because of, you know, how fantastical some of it is sometimes or how how just i don't know am i off, am I, am I off on that no i see no, what I you're mean, saying you're, yeah exactly you're no you're totally right we don't have enough evidence to make a you know if you see a video on the internet you can say oh this is fake yeah you know or or whatever but we don't even the, the we only, don't have enough evidence all we have is firsthand well and they're not even firsthand accounts anymore well, the only thing I would throw in there, because I agree, I know what you're saying, Chris, and I, I do agree with it, but uh, the first two were people who were famous for other things. They were famous before uh, seeing a sea creature or whatever they saw. Like, they didn't need to see this to be famous. They were already famous for the other things. All right. That, that's the only reason I give them a little bit of more credit. But I, even though I think I'm more in line with what Carter said, whatever they saw, they obviously exaggerated it. Do you think but, back in those days it was like it is these days where celebrities have their name in the spotlight for a while, and as it starts to fade, they look for ways to get it in the spotlight again? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it uh, could be. <laughs> Sir Walter Raleigh's brother-in-law or half-brother makes his name as, what was it? He What was it he did? He found Newfoundland was one thing. So he finds Newfoundland, and everyone's, like, talking about this half-brother of Sir Walter Raleigh, and, like... So Walter Raleigh's kind of proud of his half brother. This guy's doing good, right? And then, and then of course, he's still Sir Walter Raleigh. So back the attention starts coming to the more, you know, famous brother of the two. So uh, <laughs> this one comes out. And it's like, oh, by the way, I saw I, I saw a monster. Yeah, a monster, a big monster, head of a lion. Yeah, that would be like that would be like your brother Daniel telling me that he saw a giant monster in a way. Ah, <laughs> 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 I see what you did there, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> so what do you guys think on the 1950 story that one See, that's now? that's the one that I, I find just is fascinating just because these guys became famous for the sighting like yeah. that's when it became known was after they made this claim that they saw this that's why to me the whole uh excuse of they're doing this for their 50 minutes of fame really comes into play yeah and when was yeah. Loch, when was Loch Ness when did that? When was that sighting? Was oh, that's it? been around since like the 1600s, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, there have been sightings of it for a long, long time. The famous photo that I was referring to earlier was taken much later, but they based it on those sightings, if I'm thinking right. Hmm. That's pretty interesting, man. Yeah. Yeah, there have been people seeing things in their. So yeah, oh yeah, I see it All here. The the, uh, the surgeon's photo was 1934, and so this one was in the 19. 19- Again, like you said, for for notoriety, you could see why because now for a good 15 years, uh, you know, or 20 years, this other story had been quite popular. Um, yeah. So it'd be easy to say, hey, let's make up our own story. Well, also you got to realize is that the, uh, this brought a lot of uh, money to the area to Loch Ness. Yeah, uh, it brought a lot of uh, tourists. There, I mean, a lot of these places 
that get these creatures, even even creatures on the land, like I think we mentioned before, the, the lizard man in South Carolina, uh, that town that's down there just embraced it. And like they kind of make money from it, kind of like the Mothman and and yeah, Western that's Canada. what I was gonna say was the Mothman, yeah, yeah, and also uh, what's that Roswell. one? Roswell, Roswell's the same way, man. Yeah, the one in the Lake Champlain, they got like a sea creature there too. I forgot Look, what it's called. Champ, yeah, Champ, Champ. Yeah. Champ. yeah, that's another one. I've been um, there. I've been to Lake Champlain. <laughs> did you see it? I did I see just it. Just gonna ask the same. I thing. saw the Champ, <laughs> Champ, Champy. Yeah, Champy. I think that's what they like to call it. Yeah. But I don't blame those places for doing it. I think any way you can make money uh, for your town is fine. Uh, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody. And that's not really hurting anybody. And I find it really fun myself. Yeah. And I do want to believe. It's like, I know I'm acting like a Debbie Downer on this stuff, but I do want to believe. So do I. I'd like to see some, some foot, something, uh, even like the, the Nessie, the, the photo. If we'd had that today, we would be, you know, scrutinizing it, trying to figure out if it was fake or not. But because we couldn't figure it out yet, I would probably lean towards it being real because it, to me it's like okay now we have something until you can prove it's not right or it's fake I'm going to think okay now we have something you know what I mean but yeah. it's harder it's harder to to pull a scroll from you know the dusty library shelves and read this guy's account uh of his captain's you know sighting um which he's transcribing as he's just lit off of some spoiled rum Well and also <laughs> and this is just from my this is just also my personal experience on this just researching this stuff, it's really, really difficult. Even with the vast uh, archives on the internet, which obviously they're very vast, uh, in between all the porn, uh, that uh, <laughs> it's really difficult to find like the original. Uh, like I really wanted to find the original uh, sighting in the own words of the recording in like an old newspaper yeah. from the 1500s of whenever that sighting from. Sir Walter Raleigh's half brother, yeah, or whatever. Like I really wanted to find that, but all I could find was people referencing it that it happened and all mm. that kind of stuff. So it's really difficult for any of these to find the actual uh, words from their mouth that were recorded. I guess the best way to put, it, or from their pen, whenever whatever they were writing, interesting, or something like that. It's very difficult, except for the second one that uh, that one guy that uh, name that I know I pronounced incorrectly. Like I found that to be the most fascinating of the three, purely because of how detailed the description was. That is cool. Yeah, and the head as big as a donkey was. Uh, that's pretty big. It's pretty big, guys. A lot of donkeys out in Norwegia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got that country right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering: was there something else he could have compared it to, or was he like a farmer? So, like to that, that to him, that's natural. He compares that, like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, how's that new car you got there? Oh, yeah, it's big as a donkey. Like, he, that's his that's his frame of reference when he's measuring things yeah. in size. So I like he, how you think Norwegia are from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing a Canadian accent there. <laughs> Isn't What's that where, an olive boot, eh? Is it Norwegia a city <laughs> in Canada? It might be. I mean, this is a place I obviously made up. <laughs> Canadia? <laughs> yeah, Canadia. Canadia, there yeah. we go. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> oh man. So uh it's a cool first volume of uh Sea Creatures. That's right. That's the first one. Uh if all you listeners, if you find some really interesting ones, please feel free to send them our way. 
We have a we have a Facebook page. You can send them to us on there. Oh, for and sure. also we have an Instagram. You can send them to us on there. Not just that. Anytime you think of you hear a story, maybe you want us to try to look into or cover uh, something from a, maybe your local town. Uh, or even like we do the, the urban legends, you, you find any urban legends we haven't covered yet. You want us to talk about, look into, uh, send it to us on our Facebook page, history creeps. Uh, if you don't guys, if you guys don't mind, I'm jumping in and telling people where to find me elsewhere as well. Jump on in. Go and do it. All right. Go on and head over to our, uh, network, bicbp-radio.com. There you'll find my other podcast, back issues, comic book podcast. That's a mouthful as Johnny likes to say, uh, <laughs> I do that one with a couple of other buddies. We do talk about comics, pop culture, all that kind of stuff. Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter, BICB Podcast. Check it out. Uh, Like I said before, follow our History Creeps page on Facebook. We also have an Instagram account, History Creeps. uh, And we're on this network. Once again, BICBP-radio.com. Gentlemen, take it away. Carter, it's your turn. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to go first. <laughs> uh, I'm Carter Johnson. Uh, you can find my books on Amazon. Uh, House on Deadboy Lane, Meadowview Road, Spider's Web, and hopefully we'll have some new titles uh, pretty soon. Uh, Johnny? Yes, can I help? Oh, you want me to go now? Uh, you can find my art on JohnnyIsman28. It's on Instagram. You can also, my other show is called Retro Bliss. It's where we talk about old school video games. You can find that on iTunes and Stitcher, as well as this very same network that this show is on. And there's another show that I would like for you to check out, because I'm a pro wrestling nerd. And if you love wrestling and stupid commentary, uh, you would like this show. And it's called The Dusty Finish. It's on the same network. I don't know the guys personally who do it, but I'm a big fan of it. So it's on the same network uh, and on iTunes and Stitcher as well. And also, uh, real quick, Chris, I'm going to add to what you were saying before. Uh, We're really, really, really want to find these uh, mysteries in history from the small towns that maybe don't get as much love. As the bigger ones do, you know, the more well-known ones. Yeah. Because those really fascinate me is the ones that I may or may not have heard of. Agreed. Yep. So So, send them our way. Yeah, please do. I was going to say this year, last year for for Halloween time, for the month of October, we did an episode in which we covered one creepy or haunted area uh, or or spot in every state in the United States. Uh, Let's get that. Let's get as many listeners as possible to start sending us, you know, little spots so we can cover it for one of the episodes in October. So like all the different creepy spots around the U S or around the world. That'd be awesome. Like if, yeah, if you would. know of any really creepy or strange things going on near you, where you are, then please, please feel free to share that with us. Yes. Yes. And as Johnny said, head over to iTunes, make sure you are subscribing. If you are, make sure you give us a rating and a comment. It always helps iTunes figure out who they're going to put higher on the lists and the higher we get and the more ears we get, the more fun we have with this. And, uh, who knows? It might open up other doors and, and opportunities. So we're looking, we're looking forward to getting more people's households and, and speakers. Uh, I love doing this show. I really do. And I know we have a lot of listeners that enjoy the show because I see the numbers growing every single week and it's insane. Uh, so, just like those guys said, we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, give us the comments. Let us know what else you'd like to cover. Anything else you guys want to add before I take us out? Nope. Negative. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. This is History Creeps for Carter Johnson. For Johnny Townsend, this is Chris Chavez. Stay creepy.